Yes, because I'm sorry, I'm, I'm enjoying the, the cleavage and the tattoo on the cleavage. I'm <laughs> a huge lover of ink. Yeah. Trust and freaking believe. How many tats you got, baby? Not that many, just my arm and my chest, and then I have a few on my ankles. Okay. Yeah. And we see you very flexible, obviously. <laughs> I try. I wish I were more flexible, honestly. Oh my goodness. I'm not smokable. Please. The purpose of the smokers lounge, ladies and Yes, yes. And how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. I am, you know, just out here thriving. Um, I recently moved, so my place is a little bit in disarray, but okay. you know, we're 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 doing great. Um I just finished Got back from Atlanta and okay. ready to go to Vegas. So I don't know when I'm gonna unpack my house, but I will at some point. <laughs> so, 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 so I tell you, you did some work down in Atlanta, huh? I did. Yeah, I um had a pretty busy weekend. I fit close to I want to say like ten different shoots with four different people in three days. Wow, uh, which was exhausting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure of it because it it because one different styles of shooting, probably different dicks in different sizes, um, and filming is work. <laughs> it, is work. it is work, and like there's a lot of like just boring stuff that goes into it, right? Like having to like talk about like what you're doing and filling out the paperwork and like. Mm. I mean, taking photos of you holding your ID and then taking it over and over and over again because you, like, couldn't get a clear picture. And it's just, like, very, like, not glamorous. <laughs> oh, no. It, it, because, it, because, like I said, the, the, the easy part and the fun part is actually the shoot itself, that when y'all actually filming. But getting to that is a headache, you know, for or what have you and everything. And then depending upon how you're shooting, who you're shooting with, whether they do pretty girl pictures or what have you, yeah. Yeah, if you're taking photos, then you gotta do that. That's like a whole thing. I didn't do photos with everybody, but like some some guys I did, and it was just like, I mean, it's great. Like I love it. I'm like, yes, content. Like that's the whole point. But yeah. it's, it's exhausting. It's a lot of work. Um, and those guys, man, some troopers. Oh my goodness. So, who did you work with while you was in Atlanta? Um, I, I, got to work, I got to work with um, Chris Black, who is just such a treat. Um, well, who, 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 say the first name. I'm sorry, cause I was talking Mars, about Mars, Mars Black. Black. He's great. He's great. Yeah, yeah. Two thumbs up. Um, he's hilarious. <laughs> he's so funny. Um, he like knew exactly what he wanted to do, and like had like a like. Such a professional, such a gentleman. Um, absolutely, I'm going to work with him in Vegas again. Um, I worked with Diego Cash, who I think has been around for a little bit. He's been around for a few years. He was very sweet. Um, you know, just very professional, very, like, could just, like, go forever. Like, I was like, I your stamina is, like... Like, I get why you do this. <laughs> like, I, got, I couldn't, like, I couldn't believe it. Like, I am a pretty fit person. Mm -hmm. 
Um, he is not someone you would look at and be like, oh, he's a fit guy, but he could just like, he like didn't get tired. I was like, how are you alive right now? Um, I worked with Stax, Pat Stax, okay. who is like a bodybuilder. Um, he was a lot of fun. He was very creative. Um, I actually learned he's a I'm going to be talking about these boys more than myself. I swear to God, you meet so many interesting people, but he's actually like a professional, like videographer, mm-hmm. like, like final cut pro and shit to like edit his, his stuff, which is crazy. Um, so he was really cool to talk to. It's really like the parts that are the best are like the conversations you have like after about just like, you know, editing or social media or like, trends or just like what's going on in the industry I feel like I've learned so much from just like the like in between and after shoot talk oh yeah for sure and with that being said and she likes her bong welcome to the smokers lounge how you doing smokers you know who I am Kevin Arbor Southern Champ aka the porn rap star find all my links with one link on my links.com backslash porn rap star for a wonderful sponsor to tell you about the first one being the Facebook, the LS community, LSworld.com. Next up, the hottest adult mag in the game, RossismMagazine.com. And after that, 90% profit for you wonderful content creators out there and porn stars. And no hashtag issue. Plus, for your consumers, a new place to consume your triple X content. I'm talking about ExciteBunny.com. Last but not least, and we love them to death, shouts out to Cinema Photographer. We're talking about award-winning, award-nominated. We're talking about voiceover with smut, and they even had virtual reality. We're talking about blusherotica.com. So go there and get a subscription and see the industry best work with one of the industry's finest. Also, five days out of the week in the mornings, you can drink your coffee and wake and bake with me at fullyswapradio.com. It's me and fellow people from the industry give you that real smoke about the industry that other podcasts may not. And you can also check me out on skyhawkapdarktv.com as well as the BGP LLC app. Now I'm going to let this freaky, sexy, gorgeous, voluptuous, tattooed up freak introduce her sexy ass self. Go ahead, tell me who you is, babe. Hi. Um, so sorry I talked forever. I didn't realize you were trying to do an intro. I'm Quinn. I'm Quinn Marie or Quinn the Pog. Okay. To talk. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously, I love to talk. Um, I live in D.C., from the D.C. area, from the DMV. Okay. Um, lived in New York City for about 15 years. Um, I'm 35. I have been doing some sort of sex work since I was 19. Mm. Um, I've worked at clubs. I've done cam stuff, like mm. uh, and I was on my free cams probably the most, but then took a really long break. Um, I work as a software engineer during the day, so this isn't like mm-hmm. how I make money. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's not not the easiest source of income, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but just believe many of us have many of us have jobs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. you can't, I mean, 
you can't rely, especially if you're just starting out, like I'm relatively new and like, you can't just hop into it and expect to make money. Like that's not how. No, no, no. But, but people think it's that easy to make money at this. You know, period. <laughs> and see, I'm gonna tell you what people don't get, and this is what they, the public don't get. The money that they're talking about is their best payout. But they're not gonna tell you the next month, the money after that, or the money after that. They just ain't. Because because sometimes your best payout, you may not get that the next month. You know, period. The money fluctuates. Yeah, it's really you can't um it's not the most reliable. Like I think dancing is a more reliable source of income <laughs> than, than doing this. Well, I mean, when you think about it, with dancing, once again, it's services. See, that's why I said now in this in this day and age, porn stars have to have services as well as goods. It just because back when I came in the game, girls weren't trying to do content. They were trying to go out to Hollywood. They wanted to be on the cover of magazines. They wanted to be on the cover of DVDs. Y'all know why? Some of them, many of them wanted to boost their escorting or boost what they were getting tipped at the strip club or what have you, you know, for that notoriety. Content wasn't even a thought process. They they called that fucking for free. Yeah. So, that's, yeah. So, period. Even though it's not fucking for free, no, you're fucking to get content so you can make fucking money. Exactly. But, yeah. but to them, no, it, because it wasn't straight cash in their hands. Exactly. So, so yep. let's go back in the time machine. Let's go back to when you was in the strip club. What got you in the strip club? Uh, I was in college, but I used to make money. It's very, like, stereotypical um, in Pittsburgh. Shout out to the cricket in Pittsburgh. Um, I actually got fired from the cricket in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> really bad stripper. Um, I was very, like... Wait a second. The strip club was, was, was called cricket? It was called the cricket. Yeah. The cricket. And you got fired from it. What? You got fired from it. I did. I got fired from the cricket. Um, I wasn't even like, it's so embarrassing because I, I wasn't even like misbehaving. Like I wasn't, you know, breaking any rules. I wasn't drunk. I wasn't on drugs. Like I wasn't, I didn't bring any drama. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't walk in heels <laughs> very well. Yeah, that, that that's a part of being a stripper. You gotta be able to walk in. Big part. It's a big part. Um, and I was like, oh, like, uh, how much am I gonna really be like walking around? You know, like you sit, you talk to people, you get up on stage, but like, you're either on the floor, you're like holding the pole, so you're not really like, walk. Like I was like, it's it's not a big club. Like where the fuck am I walking? But like the aesthetics. That's what it was. To like make rounds and like. You know, I would talk, the thing that I think they didn't like is I would talk to, I would just like keep sitting with somebody even if they weren't giving me money because I didn't want to walk around. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, you had one of them bosses. He was like, nah, she ain't, she, ain't, she ain't trying to give me no money. They were like, what is, what is this girl doing? Like, why is she here? <laughs> she wants to like sit, she should be like tipping the other girls if she just wants to sit here. Lord have mercy. You should have been the bartender. Probably, but I was also, I don't think you could, I was only 19, so I don't think I could oh, Okay, yeah, you couldn't serve alcohol. Um, I could have been, I guess, a wait cocktail waitress, but mm -hmm. like, they didn't make any money, so. No, because they ain't shaking their ass and showing nothing. For the most part, if you want to be honest. 
So shoot. So after you got removed from the cricket, when did you start to catch your stride in the stripping? Um, I would say. So after that, I tried this other club in Pittsburgh that I don't exist anymore. Um, that I did until I moved. Um, so I moved from Pittsburgh. I was done with college. I moved to New York. I was like 20 years, I was 20. Um, and when I got to New York, I was like, there's no way, like if I got fired from the cricket in Pittsburgh, yeah, there's no way I'm going to be able to cut it in New York as a stripper. Like, <laughs> like, I, you know, I'm not a New York girl. I'm like 20 years old. I don't know. I don't know my, like, head from my ass like I just don't know shit about dick right <laughs> and so that's when I started doing camming because I was like okay this is like similar thing but you know a little it's like the same type of hustle but yeah. just a different because like, I don't realize with uh with camming you have to talk them in the building personality counts in camming yeah, but, it but you have to talk more with camming. Mm -hmm. Like you have to interact more with camming. You can't just like be like, "Oh, this guy is getting drunk." Like I don't have to like pay attention or whatever. Um, you really gotta like. It's just you with camming. Like you know, yeah. There's people chatting and like maybe somebody will do like cam to cam. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it's mostly just you, like, trying to just keep it going. And it's so hard to do it when you're in a bad mood because it just, everyone can tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's why I tell females, females that do it all have the best chance of making more money. And and and, and, less, and to be honest with you, they, a lot of times it's less headache. Because it's like when you focus on one thing a lot, especially on the camming side, because... It, sometimes it takes a lot of camming to make money. Yeah. Lot of people don't realize you have to be on that cam like eight hours strong sometimes. It's you like a full, it's a full time job, yeah. And it, like, depending on what countries like you want to target, mm -hmm. you might have to work different hours, like depending yeah. on time zones and stuff like that. Um. Like, I would always, like, get on a little bit earlier because I was like, okay, like, people in, like, the UK are, like, you know. Yeah. Probably winding down right now or whatever. Um, it is a lot of work, and you do have to do it for a long time. But you can do it from your house, and you only need a computer. Um, so as a recent, you know, student... Mm -hmm. I was doing that, and then I was just working, like, a regular, like, job job. Um, and would basically, when I wasn't working my job job, I was, you know, at home camming. Because New York is really fucking expensive. <laughs> no shit. So. Like, my, like you do say, the rent is too damn high. Yeah, I... I mean... I, I heard about y'all. I heard about NY's rent. It's so crazy, but, like, and this was like 2009, and when I think about how much my rent cost then, I'm like, 
it was like nothing compared to like I just left last year and it was just like I left because I couldn't I'm like I can't afford this anymore and like I have you know like crazy fancy pants job or whatever and like I couldn't afford to like live by myself Oof. so shoot so with the camera which means that I'm pretty sure you had a nice uh, 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 selection of toys um, or what have you lots of outfits um definitely toys it this wasn't really when they had like the uh, mobile app control yeah. like that's like new to me um like i said this was like early 2010 <laughs> so that's yeah this went with actually webcamming was actually at its, its most lucrative in my opinion because it wasn't a lot of girls webcamming you know, period. And that it is quickly became the trend because alternative for girls getting into porn. Honestly. Yes. This was also like right after Suicide Girls was a really big thing. Yeah. It was like the tail end of that. And so I kind of rode that a little bit too. Um because I was like, well, I'm not gonna be a suicide girl because I'm just not like you know, I'm just not. So how can, but how can I parlay that trend into like something else? Like how can I like write, I guess? Cause yeah. before that, like there really wasn't. And see too, also this is around the time where thick women started to get hot. Being thick got hot. Yeah, we went from Paris Hilton to Kim Kardashian. It was that, that shift. Yeah. You know, period. Because um, I, I when I tell anybody, I said BBW, said big women was the money makers in the industry. Don't let it fool you. They they were killing it because men wanted to see real women even back then. You know, period. Yeah, they still make like a lot of money. It's wild to me. Um, I love like I really want to be on. I was talking to Mars about this. I was like, I want to be on the thickness protection program podcast, but I don't <laughs> big enough. <laughs> Oh, no, no. Just hit my man palms up. He like, will gladly tell him that I sent you. When you hit him up in the DM, tell him that I sent you. Okay. He's going to see, cause he gonna see the, 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 the uh, tweet that I send when um, after I do an interview with someone where I thank him. So, you know, period. Me and him. Because cause some, some of the ladies that he interviewed, I end up hitting. You know, yeah. That's my brother. Shots out to palms. Y'all go check out yeah. the Fitness Protection Project. Another great motherfucking podcast other than mine yes i would definitely always pump his shit i just want to chat with him like i'm like he's such a like he just seems like he's fun Ooh. to like chat with and you know shoot, I, I, really hey. <laughs> so shoot so um you said you stopped for a minute then you got back in so when did you start when did porn become a part of the part of the equation just this year honestly i kind of um you know, was focusing on, on on other things. I was like, I went back to school. I, you know, was starting my tech career, doing other stuff. Um, and then this year, I was kind of like, you know, um, I feel like, like I said, I'm 35. Um, I don't have kids. I am single. I've never been married. I don't have, you know, I know I'm not going to be president of the United States. I'm not a teacher. I 
I'm not a civil servant in any capacity. I'm not in the military. Like I have no, I have no reason not to. And I wanted to see, this is going to piss a lot of people off. I wanted to see if I could do it. That's going to piss a lot of people off because that sounds like, oh, I want to see if I can like ride a bike or, you know what I mean? I'm learning. But see, see, it's different between you, okay, put it this way. You're moving as if you're taking the business series versus somebody yeah. that's doing yeah. it as a content trade bullshit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's, 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 it's a difference because yeah. from who you're shooting with, who you're working with, you know, period. You're shooting professionally. I'm I'm putting a lot of work into it. Like, I will say, I didn't think it would be easy, right? Like, I understand this is, like, basically a huge social media job <laughs> right now like it's just hard especially if you're doing porn because they all censor everything and you have yeah. to creative ways to like you really have to be creative and you really have to be willing to like put the time and energy and money into it that's the other part people don't get is like you can't just start with nothing like you need another yeah you, yeah you have to because you have to pay for like you know, you pay to get your nails, like, especially women, like, you have to pay for a lot of stuff, and, like, unless you live in a place like Vegas, or LA, or Florida, or, I mean, maybe New York, but I wouldn't even say New York, like, you might not have anyone around you that you want to work with, mm-hmm. like, in DC, and I was like, oh, there's gonna be tons of people in DC, and it's just, like, nothing against lifestyle people, but it's just a lot of lifestyle people, and I know some, like, like transition into porn mm-hmm. um like mars is like an example of someone who did that and you know, I, I always say i always say swinging is the gateway drug to porn that and rapping yeah that <laughs> sounds about right but like some lifestyle people don't go into porn and some like a lot of lifestyle people don't um assume the responsibility that comes with having sex with a lot of different people and that's kind of when you get into a situation where like the only people I have sex now are the only people I have sex now it's clearly I'm stoned the only people I have sex with now are people I work with yeah because because even with me retired I kind of move like I'm still in the industry yeah like I don't I don't want to I feel like this is safer this is the safest sex I've ever had in my life. I'm getting tested. I ain't gonna lie. I'm single. If I had my chosen who I would date, I would date somebody in the industry. Just because I know they're gonna be clean. Yeah. Like, and you know, like, if you're, you know, if you have an ounce of respect for any of the people you're working with, and if, for yourself, like, if, you know, something comes up, you tell every, like, it's just, it's work. Like, you know, it's not, um, I don't know. I feel like it's it's just so nice to be in an environment where like people can talk about like sex and bodies and like this stuff that we're maybe not really taught how to talk about. Yeah. And it's just like normal and okay and accepted. And I feel like, you know, there's all kinds of stuff that I feel like people do in porn that maybe like, they're obviously okay with it, because, like, most people show their face. Mm-hmm. 
Um, don't get me started on that, by the way. I have a whole rant about, I'm not going to get into it, but, you know, most people show their face, so they're not, like, ashamed, but, you know, you might not necessarily be as open about it in real life, or you may have never even tried it if it wasn't for porn, you know? Like, I think that's a big thing for a lot of people. Yeah, it's, it's called the grace of discovery. We, we get that, because part of the, the job is to be, for women, the nastiest slut ever. Because yeah. that's what sells. They want to see sloppy, freaky sex. We have to do all the positions. We have to do some shit that, trust and believe, we probably be sore after it's all said and done. While the rest of y'all motherfuckers, y'all get to go to sleep. <laughs> we got another scene we got to do, goddamn. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It's just like, and I feel like the. Here's the thing that bothers me in porn. I've been like thinking a lot about. Um, so I do interracial porn primarily. Um, and I, I do interracial porn. Sorry, my cat's right here. So you might hear her. I got one too. Zazie's and he. <laughs> so I, I do interracial porn and I do interracial porn because that is how I date and have sex in my normal life. Like I don't date white men. I don't, I'm not attracted to white men. I, I don't get, I, keep it 100 and that. <laughs> I know people are gonna say this is just stereotypical, but you you built for a brother. Listen, <laughs> you built for a brother. You ain't you ain't a white woman. I would date. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, I know what you mean by that. I'm like, yeah, it, it, you want thickness. I, I like you know thickness. Yeah, no. I, I, up, so that's even more sexual for me. So it's like there's two check marks right there. But go ahead. Thank you. I mean, um, appreciate it. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot of like, I would say the thing that, that, I don't know, I kind of like, I wasn't sure how to like, I was like, I know this is what I'm going to do because like, I'm not, I'm not changing yeah. that, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to be honest, I'm not a good actress. So like ret- pretending to be attracted to somebody is like, not something that yeah. is very for me to do. <laughs> So I was like, okay, this is my angle. So I kind of was like, but what do I, like, what do I want to do with it, you know? And I kind of was like, I, like, discovered the, like, Queen of Spades thing and the Hot Wife thing. And I was kind of like, maybe the Queen of Spades thing I can try. But, like, I wasn't very good at it. Um, because well, ultimately- well, I mean, but Queen of Spades, if you into BDSM, then it's, 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 it's in the wheelhouse. Yes. But I'm not really a big, like, kink, like, in terms of, I guess, BDSM, mm. I'm kink, I'm pretty kink-friendly, but, like, I'm not into BDSM. Like, I can't take it seriously. We'll see, we'll see. What, but in that case, then, what you would be, so people can understand the between a BBC slut <laughs> and Queen of Spades. Because, no, girl, it, 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 that term is used. A BBC slut is a woman that don't mind being slutted out or being a slut for black men. Queen of Spades is she surrenders, she submits, she submissive to black men. It, the reason why they got that tattoo is because it's a form of a BDSM slave. It's ownership, collared, you know, period. She worships black men. You know, like my man Thor, he's the king of spades. He worships black women. Even though he didn't work with white women too, but he submits and worships black women. But the point being is which I find it funny when hey black people get mad about you know Queen of Spades. I'm like, so you mad because 
they like black. They they like us. They worship us. They consider us kings and queens. I think uh, so. Some of the criticism. Okay, I, I don't get the argument. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I think a lot of I, the pro the problem I had with it mm. was the the part that makes you money. Yeah. At least now is cuckolding, mm. like like you're you're essentially cucking like white men. Yeah, actually. Yeah. I don't want. <laughs> talk to them like i don't want i don't want i'm like i'm not here to give you pleasure i don't want to give you i don't want to like leave me alone give you give me money and then leave me alone like i'm not gonna do the, the, thing. See, the, the thing is you're you're good because you do interracial interracial is king and i always tell any female come for 15 years do what only you naturally do in your real world sexually because yeah. you Part of this is being fucking comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, the first time I um, the first time I filmed with like a like a, a videographer. Yeah. Was with um, I worked with Alfonso Lays, who and uh. Shout out to my to my brother. The best. My brother, love you, nigga. So sweet, so professional, such a treat. Like just totally chill, great time. And it, I had a woman. I cannot. For, I cannot remember her name. The his like partner in por with porn bread. I can't remember her name. I, I can't think of her name either. Uh, unless it's salacious perception. She, no, yeah. no, no, no. But she. So she was filming, and it's like you have somebody with a a camera like in your like basically like right up in your pussy, like like right there, you know. And they're trying to get all the angles and like. There, there's stuff that like they're thinking that you're not thinking and like it is awkward <laughs> like it yeah. is yeah no because that's why i said the guy has to be the engineer in the scene he has to put you in position for you to look your best he has to guide you mm -hmm. and a lot of male times do not know how to guide the woman they don't you know period because because for one we also dictate when the, the a lot of times we dictate what positions get changed, the transitions, and all that stuff. So well, Alfonso Lays, he knows how to do that because, of course, he's a professional. Yep. You know, but some of you content creators, y'all don't know what the fuck y'all damn doing. Y'all just fucking. Y'all not fucking to make money. Y'all just fucking for a nut. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are fucking for a nut. And, like, a lot of people also will, like, they will kind of, like, go in and out of it a little bit. Like, you know, they'll be, they'll, like, be thinking about, like, the camera and everything, and then they kind of will, like, get lost in the pussy and just kind of, like, <laughs> you know. But that didn't happen before. I didn't kick the camera, headbutt the camera, because I forgot exactly. it was there. We were going at it. Exactly. And, like, sometimes, you know, sometimes that's its own niche, right? Like, there are people that want to see just, like, the real kind of, like, not really hidden camera, but that's kind of what it reminds me yeah. of. Stationary camera, and you're, like, just watching people fuck. Um, so, I mean, shout out to the people that I guess do that well, but that feels like it's like, all, like kind of like walking like the lifestyle line a little bit. But at the, but at the same time, you said like you got to do what's comfortable. So that's why you have lifestyle people that yeah. also but see, but see, the thing is, is also how far you want to go in the industry. You know, period. How far up you want to go in the industry. 
Because, see, I think that's very important for any girl to think about when she walks in. Because now it gives you a blueprint of what you want to do. If you want to try to shoot with the major companies, it's a certain way you have to film to attract them. You know, period. Yep. Um, because even to the point, like you were saying with Suicide Girls, the picture they want you to send in is probably professional looking half the damn time. I already know what the Suicide Girl, what you got to do to get in it. Because I didn't talk to enough of them that then then did it, tried it, and probably and, and been accepted. You know, period. They want to see you what you can do as a model because it's kind of to give them an image of what you would look like on their camera. You know, exactly. period. Yeah. And, like, it's just so funny because, like, it's not even, like, you want to be, at least back then, like, it's not like you wanted to be a suicide girl. It's like yeah. you wanted the opportunities that come with that experience. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't pay anything. It was like, I feel like it was like $100 or something per, yeah. like, that, that they just, you would, what you would do is you would submit videos or photo sets, and they would just decide if they wanted it or not, and if they did, they give you $100. Yeah. That's it. But being okay. on there meant something, it opened you up. A lot. Other modeling gigs, other, you know, stuff like that. So yeah. that's why I even tell girls to this day, when you do your shoots, do pretty girl pictures also. You don't know what them pictures might attract you. And make sure that some of them pretty girl pictures is safe for work. Yeah. You know, period. Because at the end of the day, you got to be able to navigate because you need your, forget Twitter because we already know what Twitter doing. You need your Instagram. You need your TikToks. You know what I'm saying? You need, you, you, you need the regular social media that's clean. Yeah. Yeah, no, Twitter is for the biggest mistake I made is when I started, I focused on Twitter. I was like, you know, I'm coming into it. I have no audience I'm bringing in from somewhere else. I'm not like, like you know, I'm not in another space moving into this space. I'm like nobody. Um, so I started a Twitter and I was like, I have to grow my Twitter. Like, that's the thing that's important. And so I like worked really hard on that, put like so much time into it um, and then realized that that's not how you get fans. <laughs> That's how you like connect with other people in the industry and like network and like that's how you that's how you interact with your colleagues basically. So it was great for like shoots and like being able to make content and like that's why I've I feel like I've like kind of hit the ground running a little bit because I was on like Twitter talking to people like right quick and one of the first people I worked with was um, Dirk Diggler, who mm -hmm. is yeah. awesome, such a sweetheart, is really great about working with new people mm. um, and just, like, taught me so much stuff. I didn't know what a 2257 was. Like, I didn't know any of this shit. And he just, like, explained it all to me. It was so sweet. Made me feel, like, very comfortable, very safe. Um, and I'm, like, so thankful I, like, had that really good first experience um but i was able to like you know like talk with other creators and like schedule things and like kind of figure out like what was legit and what was not and like who's just trying to fuck and like why are all these guys taking videos of them jerking off in their like messy bedroom like like you know what i mean like you see that shit and you're just like what the fuck it, but but there I said is the difference between someone taking it serious and someone just doing it just to show off, yeah. and they just so happen to make a uh, uh, a paycheck off of it. It's a yeah, 
or they're that they they're just like trying to make quick money. Yeah, and then them the ones that be in and out. Yeah, guys and girls, trust and believe. You know, the guys stay a little bit longer because after a while they have to smarten up if they want to continue. Right. Elevate because at some point they're gonna want to fuck with women like yourself who deal with professionals. You know, period. And speaking about that, how did you sit back and think about the fact that because you've been doing this what content wise, filming porn for a year? No, um, only three months. Three months. I'm like brand new. So Dirk Diggler, Alfonso, all this is in three months. Three months. Do you no. realize that, 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 that did you take a step back and think you done shot with legends in the game within three months? Some girls ain't even got that on their resume and been in it three years. I feel like I've been in it three years. <laughs> honestly, I feel like, like, honestly, you putting that into perspective makes me realize like oh i've been like working very hard at this like i'm putting a lot you had a strong three months baby what was that you had a strong three months <laughs> thank you thank you yeah no i was like i'm gonna i want to know if i can do this and the only way i'm gonna know is if i put as much energy and as I, I try my best right because then you don't really know you don't know if you know maybe you just didn't try hard enough or something you know but this way, I know that I'm, like, trying my best, putting my all into it, and I'm going to see what happens. So, and so far, it's been good. Like, I see, because you saying three months. I thought you were going to say, I know it won't three years, but I thought you should go say a year. I'm like, damn, three months. That's so funny. Oh, wow. I'm so flattered. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, no, seriously, because it was like, because one, Alfonso, award-winning. And I know how particularly is who the fuck he will shoot with. I couldn't believe he messaged me. I was like, so he's like kind of local. He's in um Virginia. He's like yeah. in like Norfolk area, like near Richmond. So he's like semi-local. And I honestly, like, even though I'm in DC, I I don't think I've ever he's the closest I've ever shot with. Like I haven't shot with anyone from here. I'm I'm like always I'm just deciding to travel just because, like, the people I want to work with are in other places. Yeah, so. because even with me in North Carolina, the whole, I had to bring people to me. Because, one, I, I didn't want to travel because I had a cameraman. So what's the point? So I had to bring them to me. And trust me, I shot with content-wise. Well, no, no, no. Actually, more content-wise, I didn't shot with more people out of state than I did in state. And, and the only paid gigs we did was the ones that he wanted to do. But the, the girls he used sometimes wasn't of the same quality as mine. You know, they mine was trying to break into the industry. Then they just want quick, quick paycheck real quick. Don't get twisted. They were some bankers, but, you know, we want much we could do with them. Yeah. True. No. You know, it takes all different kinds, honestly. Um, yeah, I've been having a lot of fun. I also think that traveling, like, if you're able to travel to like Florida or LA or Vegas, and I feel like everyone's like kind of near one of those, you can get yeah. a lot done in a short amount of time and not have to film anything for. And to keep it 100, you a big tattooed white girl that's new on the scene. Yeah, they're going to hit you up quick if they know you coming coming to that town. To keep it 100, because once again, interracial is king. 
you know, period. You're going to have one, you like brothers, so that that makes it easy. But even more so, you know, interracial makes money. It's the top seller in porn. It, it, I don't give a damn. You can see it say BDSM. Y'all can say girl. No, fucker. Interracial. <laughs> I mean, and Adam 22 really, uh, really helped bring that into the mainstream recently. And I feel like everyone is benefiting from it. <laughs> they proved the point. Yeah. Because if it was a white dude, it wouldn't have made no news. No, no. Because she's had, to, like, because she's done that. Yeah. A million times. Every, like, that's what, like, Trust me, it would have been it, it, it would have been a peak from nobody it, because it was a big black dude who was well known. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and, and trust me, he she I would love to work with more like like I love black men. I I like love black men, but I would love to work with more um I would love to do more interracial stuff with non black medical I think that would be really fun but there can't I guess I haven't really looked that hard but I I, it doesn't seem to be that common like I can't there's not like a lot of people yeah because what's crazy is this interracial that makes money is white woman with black man even though you have Hispanic with white you can have Asian with white but it seems like that would the the public want to see but then again a lot of people don't shoot that you know Yeah. yeah I don't know. I'm um definitely I would love to shoot with more um Latino men. I think that would be really fun. But see the thing of it is is because I also tell females your Twitter feed can also be a detriment to you because if they look and they see nothing but brothers, they would think you won't shoot with them. Yeah. I balls like me that still hit your ass up. I can see you ain't shot now, black brother. I email every. I, I message. I hit you up anyway. Same. I like message. Um, I was messaging like Gibby, like my like third week on Twitter. I was like, just like I don't because like what's what are they gonna do? Just ignore me? Like I'm in the same position I'm in now. If, you know, like what's what's the harm? Um, they business. They damn sure with you. Cause I know if you message me. I've been like, we need to get up. I don't care. Have you seen them? <laughs> I was surprised about like like who responded and then also who reached out to me like Alfonso like he reached out to me and I was like I I had like a couple other people messaged me I had um I don't know I don't want to say his name but he messaged me like right before he like got really big <laughs> and I was like fuck <laughs> I missed my chance. You might not meet your chance because, like I said, like if you have to attend any of the content parties, you know, content events and stuff like that, where that person might be at, you might have your chance. You feel me? Because sometimes I think he's going to be at Exotica, New Jersey, and I might. Oh, like, I might. Y'all might end up dating. You may not be able to hook up with him at Exotica, but you might get sell some after Exotica. You might yeah. run to him if you go to any of the content houses. It's all not. You know, it's just all about networking. So we about to have a little fun, and we about to get to y'all favorite spot, you know. Cause I see this is gonna be a nice long one today. So, I you've been in three months. So, as we know, the way porn is now, they 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 want more. They just don't want the vanilla, just fucking it, this, that, and third. So, my question is: Is this? Do you do anal? Yeah. 
Yeah, I will. Um, I haven't done it on camera yet. Mm-hmm. I would like to. Um, I just haven't found. First of all, not all guys want to do it. <laughs> like I've asked some guys and they, they've said no, which is surprising. But you know, everyone's different. Mm-hmm. Um, do you mean your normal sex life? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sex life, like yes. Um, but honestly, like some of these dudes' dicks are just like. <laughs> you ain't porn. And it's like, okay, so here's the other thing. You see, like, you know, you, like, I, I, at least, I do my homework. I look up, like, like, I'll watch, you know, people's content or ask them if they want to swap, like, you know, mm-hmm. subscription links or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at Twitter. I'm looking at social media. So I know what, you know, what these guys look like. Everyone's dick always looks bigger in person. Every dick always looks bigger. I heard back to me that she was like, it, 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 the pictures don't do it. <laughs> like, I, I think it was Mars. But I was like, damn. I was like, you have a fat dick. And he's like, you've seen it. Like, you know what it looks like. And I'm like, listen. <laughs> Coming from a photographer, like, my man Rock Bundy. Shout out to my nigga Rock Bundy. I've, I've seen what his shit look like in person and on camera, right? Yeah, I'm like, damn, dude, you built like a foster bill can. Jesus. <laughs> It, I filmed him with with my girl submissive Tina. I swear, I, I had to give her a lot of aftercare, a lot of aftercare, a lot. You know. And she wrote it. Bless her heart. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's why we say there's porn dick and there's boyfriend dick. It's two different type dicks, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, no, I the last boyfriend I had did not have a big penis. Um. <laughs> And he was great. Like I like still like loved the sex. The sex was amazing. So size, I would say size doesn't matter mm. in the world, but it's like it, it really only does. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I had a conversation with a girl. It, it, it was a back and forth on Twitter, somewhat of a, a heated discussion. And she, and, and you know, what I'm saying it because back in the day, which they still do to this day, from talking to many of the guys there still submitting their shit to companies to get work, they have to submit a dick pic. One thing they have to submit is a hard, erect dick pic. Simple as that. She was like, ooh, that is sexual harassment. That's sexual assault. No, it's not. It's called, do you want to get Do you want to get a paid gig? Do you want to get nominated for the ABNs? Do you want to work with some of these brassers and these blacks? They don't want a six-inch motherfucker. They want him to be nine or goddamn better. Yeah. And please, for any of you content creators, go ahead and spin with a seven-inch dick. They ain't fit. See how much, see how, see how you get ragged by your fans. It's and how many weird. DMs you get a dude talking about, damn, you couldn't got a bigger dick? Brutal. <laughs> but male porn fans, the amount of comments I've gotten about, like, he didn't fuck you good enough, or, like, he, like, I'm just like, what are you looking at? Are you looking at me? Are you looking at <laughs> what are we doing you know it's just it's it's i was very that was something that was very surprising it's like how much shit how much creators get yeah when you watch your porn dudes pay attention to dick size they yeah they do they do because it's like if 
I don't know what the mentality, obviously not a guy, I, I don't know what the mentality is, but I, it feels like it's something like, um, if, if I can't watch somebody fuck someone better than I think I can, I don't want to watch it. And every guy's ego is always bigger than like, like every guy thinks he's better at sex than he actually is. Yeah. So it's, yeah. you think you're, you know. Yeah, so, the biggest ego, but the most fragile ego. Yeah. Yeah, so it's hilarious. I think. <laughs> yeah, she, she's talking about some. He he ain't got you. You ain't got to show your dick for me to feel with you. Boo, you a goddamn lacker. If he walked in there with a five inch, you would not fuck him on camera. Nor would you fuck him personally. I would not. If a, I would not fuck a guy with a five inch dick on camera, and I wouldn't fuck him for no reason. You know what I mean? Like. I, like, I again like my ex did not have a big penis, but like uh, you know, it's like you have all the He wanted a five though. He wanted a five. No five was a good seven. I don't know. That'd be the eight. I I like need to look at a ruler, honestly. <laughs> yeah, because the average they said the average man is six point five. Yeah, that's you know, so that means if you five you below average. Eight eight sometimes can like People hear eight and they're like, that's not big, but eight is bigger than you think it is. Yeah. Because I'm nine point five curves. But it's 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 my whiff that gets you. Yeah. Curves, I get to scrape, you know. The G spot. I get to hit the G spot as I stroke. Love love a curved dick. I will say my favorite thing about porn has been the amount of curved dick I've gotten. That's the other thing. Like, okay, okay. I always say, people are like, oh, if you could make an app, like, what kind of app would you make? And my dream app is I would love to be able to pay a dollar and see a picture of anyone's dick. Like, that's what I want. I just want to know what it looks like. And with porn, you know what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, I got a girl at work and seen one of my porn, see some of my porn, right? And she'll sit there and say, quick, goddamn. It go Mr. Fat Dick over there. Everybody at work know I do porn, so did porn one time and they didn't seen it. So it's That's healthcare work. Yeah, I mean, you know, if everyone's cool with it, that's wonderful. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you this. Are you interested or have done? I don't know. But are you interested in possibly adding gangbang to your repertoire? I would love to. I feel like I've been screaming for a gangbang for like ever and nobody's listening to me. <laughs> um, I would love to do a gangbang. Gangbangs are harder to organize than you would yeah. think. Um, it's just a lot of people, a lot like everybody's different. Not every guy wants to do a gangbang. Um you know, it's it's something you kind of have to think about like you know like if I'm horny and I'm thinking about how I want to plan a gangbang like first of all I can never schedule shoots when I'm horny because I'm like yeah I can do five shoots in a day like I could do like two or three you know and it's like yeah. you, know, you can't you're just horny so like you might be like oh I want to do a gangbang with like eight guys blah, blah, blah. it's like eight guys is a lot of guys <laughs> Yes, it is, actually. Yes, it is. And the difficulty of filming it is even more. 
You know, <laughs> but I mean, there's there's producers that you can get to for that. Exactly. Tabo, Tabo, shout out to Tabo, shout out to Team VP. You know, when they do their content houses, you know what I'm saying? You, ladies can put in their bed for a game bang, ain't even a problem. And then he got the guys that that will be down for doing it. Yeah, yeah, that's the easiest way I feel like to do it is through a production company um, or a lifestyle type thing, which I don't, I'm not. So you might get your ain't. So you might find some guys that gonna get wouldn't mind getting your ass leave Anyone in is gonna be in Vegas, uh, mid early to mid September. <laughs> I'm gonna be there for two weeks. I would love to do a gangbang in Vegas. I feel like there's enough people there that like I could figure it out and make it work. Um, I would love to do a gangbang. I love penises. <laughs> So I'm like, I'm like, this is great. But it's like, yeah, the guys just have to like be into it. And you also have to be realistic about it. Like, yeah. I'm one person. I have three holes. Like, what am I going to do with eight dicks? You know, mm. got to bring a friend sometimes. <laughs> you gotta call the I mean, because even when they film the game bang, depending on the size of the guy, do it, how many, how many, the size of the game bang, they do have buff girls there. So them guys can stay hard. So when they walk on set, they hard. Exactly. You know, period. And um, shoot, there's a couple of motherfuckers I can put you in touch with for that game. Back. <laughs> Shots out to my girl, goddamn Joe, Naughty JoJo. I just did an interview with her because she actually set up game bangs for ladies. Oh. And do. So and she films it. So I'm like, you know, it's it's there to do. So. With that, people, you know what time of the show it is. That time of the show where the pussies go dry and my dicks go limp. They talk about my business. So this is the time of the show where it gets unsexy. We're talking about the business. Yeah. So with that being said, um, with webcamming is one thing because it's work behind it. What was your thought process when it came to the work behind shooting content and putting it out? Because it's a different beast than webcam. It is. And like honestly, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real. When I first started, I wasn't thinking about how I looked. Like I wasn't thinking about the stuff you should be thinking about. Like mm-hmm. I feel like one of the first people I worked with told me I can't remember, it wasn't anyone professional, it was like a lifestyle person, I think. Mm-hmm. And they pointed out that I didn't make a lot of eye contact with the camera. And it's like, well, I'm just having sex and I'm filming it. Like, I'm not thinking about it like that. So I feel like when I first, first, first started, I didn't have a thought process and I was just like pressing record. Mm. Now I try to, I really like doing silly funny like themed stuff um i recently like okay i filmed um with stacks i filmed like a halloween Mm -hmm. scene and it was like a like little horror movie porn thing and it was so fun and so like like okay i just tweeted before i got on camera with you i was like who wants to film a scene where you pretend to be a mormon missionary and I seduce you when you like come knocking on my door. <laughs> see, but see that's what I'm saying. 
storytelling. We have to get back to that because that when porn was at its best. You had sex with with a story. I think it's I like I love it. I think it's so fucking fun. Um, I mean, I had one guy tweet back at me. He was like, I don't know how many like black Mormons there are, but like I could pretend to be a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> No, I would have played. I would have played the Mormon shit. I would have did the research on the Mormon shit and everything. I'm walking in with my little white white shirt with the black tie. Excuse me, ma'am. Have, have, you, have, you, have you taken Jesus in as your savior? I'll be hitting it from the back, slapping you with a bait with a Bible on the ass. The little, the little with a Mormon with a Bible on the ass, like eh, 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 take it. Oh my God, I think it'd be funny. Yeah. Uh, so one I, of my favorite scenes, this girl, um, Celeste, God, I can't think of her name. Celeste Sins, that's her name, but I don't know if she's still in the game. She did a blasphemy scene where she was a nun and she supposed to be getting exor- exorcism by the priest. And part of the exorcism was him, you know, like she was tied up. He had a, he was using the, the Hitachi. And then he fucked the brakes off of her, you know, period. Them the type of things I like to do. I mean, Catholicism's pretty kinky if you, like, really <laughs> think about it. I love that. Yeah, I think that stuff is so much fun. Um, Gibby the Clown, I think, is hilarious. Um, so much fun. Like, just any kind of, like, gonzo, like, goofy... Um, Lighthearted, like that's the kind of stuff I really like. Yeah, like a, a scene I would have loved it done with you was um I already know I would have done this because she just her look. Her playing me and her playing two cops. We supposed to be on the stakeout watching yeah. the drug bus. <laughs> we end up fucking and missed the whole drug bus and they didn't got away. A guy can see you like dressing as a cop with the thing around your neck, where you got the short hair, you and then you just sitting there. I'm sitting there watching. You just start rubbing my shoulders and shit. Oh my god! Like, you know we can't take a break oh, if we want to. And... I love that. Can I steal that idea? Please steal it. Please steal it because I can't use it right now. You know, period. Call the steak guy. I was going because I had a girl in mind. Me and her were already talking about it. And um, I, was, I already found a place for the, the cop badges and everything. It never it never came to fruition. You know, period. I told you, you, you're talking to an evil genius here. I used to come up with some, some guys. I did shit where she was my boss and I was a construction worker and she told me I, if I want to keep my job, I need to fuck her. I did one where a female was the president. I'm Secret Service. And she said, I don't feel I'm appreciated by the country. And I need you to do your country service and appreciate me. I'm like, oh. what you mean, President? You know, like, Madam President, uh, I need you to service me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you my secret service? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it, it, it won't no skit, all improv. I just because I, me, I want you to act it out how you would as you. Yeah, well, I'm gonna give you a skit when you're a woman. You kind of already know how to seduce somebody, or this and third. Or I go off of part of the reason why I got to know the ladies was if I see that she's an alpha type aggressive woman, okay, I can make her a boss. I can make her this. If she's shy, she's a subordinate. 
You know what I'm saying? To, to get the best out of them or what have you. I done done one where I hypnotized a girl. So, and that shit got, and, and they took that down off the cliffs to see. I was mad as hell. Oh my God. Luckily for me, it was clipped up. They only took part one off where I hypnotized them. So, <laughs> they took the hate. Was it because you? The part where I hypnotized the, the was other it two. A consent issue, or why did no, they? It wasn't a consent issue. She in the in the scene. She said she was there to be hypnotized to quit smoking. Okay. And no, it it like it, the whole purpose. It was a consent, not consent. That what it was. Oh yeah, that's. She was there to it's... be no, but it, but it, she was there to be hypnotized. To quit smoking. Yeah. I hypnotized and fucked it. At the end of it, she said, well, damn, why I'm naked and got none on my face? No, you, you're good. You're healed. I enjoyed you. I have to go because I got another client. Take care. I grab my clothes and run out. And she be like, damn, my pussy wet and why I want a cigarette? Got <laughs> uh- <laughs> like a little quirky, funny twist at the end to give them something. And I used to get complimented on that by fans because people don't realize. If you think the fans don't pay attention or just fast forward through, because that's the biggest misconception. They think, these are new misconceptions, that they think that we're just going to fast forward the skit and go straight to the scene. No, sometimes we're going to watch the skit just to curious, just for us to be curious. It's yeah. also, the other thing people do is like, even if they do fast forward, they if your scene is like 20 minutes long. Yeah. You know, and someone jerks off in three minutes, they might watch a different part of that scene the next time they jerk off. So, like, they're jerking off to the same video maybe like five times or something because that's yeah. how watch. At some point, they're I mean, going to watch the full scene. Yeah. These hour long, like, I mean, I guess maybe some people want that, but it's not a podcast, you know? Like, it doesn't have to be an no, hour. I'm going to tell you the reason why Pete Witt, Witt proves wrong every time. Pornhub, do you think the motherfuckers watch the short videos or the long videos? The long videos get just as much views as the fucking short ones. Yeah. So they let you know. They'll sit there and watch a whole video of Sarah J just as quick as they watch the trailer. They, yeah, no, you're right. And I think, like... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe people do want the story. Wow, you're right. Yeah, you know, period. Because if people didn't, because think about DVDs, you know, period. And like I said, even if they fast forward through it, at some point they sit back and watch the whole thing, you know, period. Yeah. Because they, people want to start with their sex. Because right now, especially in this day and age, becoming a microwave era, and all you're getting is straight fucking anyway half the damn time. So they kind of getting bored with it anyway. Yeah. I'm starting to see more motherfuckers trying to put the story in it. It's just some of y'all execution is terrible, but I digress on that. (laughs) Not everyone's going to be good at everything right away, right? Like, I'm sure I'm going to, in a year, I'm going to look at the content I put out now and be like, oh my God, I can't believe, like, I did that. See, the difference is you're, you're working with professionals. That's going to rub off on you. Because you can't sit and tell me from the first, you shoot a certain, and like put it this way, you learned something from shooting with Alfonso Lays. You learned something from shooting with Mars. You learned something from shooting with this person and that person. And 
it too it also molds you because if all you shoot with is content creators you're going to shoot like a content creator but when you start shooting with professionals you're going to start liking the attention that you're getting from them videos and how you look in them videos and trust and believe once i got a cameraman i hated shooting with a pov i did it just to have a change of i did it for them to have a variety of different type videos on their site yeah pov is like you know you gotta have some pov yeah but having a cameraman y'all just don't know how beautiful it is to have a cameraman to your disposal. think about fucking just think about fucking it's really nice um that's another reason i'm excited to go to vegas is because like there's gonna be enough people that i know there where like other people could like we can film for each other like i'm rooming with someone for like i'm i'm there i'm i don't know if you know two-tone yeah i, I don't know yeah, he. I'm rooming with him, and like, we're I'm down. Like, we're down to film for each other. Like, no problem. Yeah. Um, because it gives the scene a different feel. Yeah. Different and energy. Yeah, edit too. Like, it's just yeah. it's better. It's just better. Yeah, because I'm sorry. It, I. That's the reason why I didn't travel, people. I need a cameraman. <laughs> Yeah, no, I get it. I, can, I didn't feel like going all the way to New York just to shoot a goddamn bunch of POVs. Fuck no. Yeah, I wouldn't. I give a fuck about my quality. Yeah, I I wish I had a kid. That's the only time I'm like, I wish I had a white cuck husband. Is because like some of them are really good cameramen. <laughs> they get in there like, and they, 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 they know exactly they, how to shoot it too. It's a passion. You can see the passion. <laughs> My God, yes. You go. No, slow it down. Slow it down. Not too fast. The edits. What's his face? The, um, I don't know his fucking name. The petite professor's husband is like, yeah. his edits are fucking beautiful art. You know what I mean, people? I told you. It's, it makes a huge difference when you have that cameraman. I don't care what nobody say. It, it, it makes you, it even when you walk in the, the, on set, it makes you take it more serious. Yeah. It makes you take it more serious. Yeah. It makes you um makes you just you you act more professional. Yeah. Because you're like this person's gonna be staring at my butthole like I should. Yeah, because I, I'm sorry. It's funny like even when girls walked in versus the first day. The first day we got together and worked that Friday. POV. I have my studio lights and shit. But when Saturday hit and my boy from Rocky Mount walked in there and she saw he pulls out that big ass goddamn fucking cannon. We talked about at the time $1,400. Now the cannon that the modern version of that is probably about two, three thousand now. But yeah, big boy, heavy. He pulled that out and then them lights and he pulled out that cannon picture for the photos that nick that back perk up oh oh shit a star baby turn it on yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's when the girls used to ask especially the ones that worry about being found out or something is, is anybody in my town gonna find out that i'm doing <laughs> they won't answer that shit we need the pov <laughs> that they saw it was serious now like what the fuck you think we filming your ass for? Just, I just want, I'm not filming just a fuck you woman. I can give two shit about fucking you. I'm trying to make money, fucking you. It's oh. a 
Like, I'm gonna ask you this then. How often do you orgasm on set? On scene? On scene, yeah. Um That's a really good question. It depends. Um I would say like 50% of the the time I do. Um it's harder it depends it honestly depends on the guy's dick and like what he wants to do like everybody's different everyone's body is different different people like different stuff um i really like oral sex i love 69ing like in like my normal life that's how you know something i like you oh thank you because <laughs> i'm sorry this one of my favorite positions actually this one of my favorite positions to actually film with me at the bottom and her on top. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like it's hard to... I haven't figured out a good way to film it in a way that I think looks good because I feel like I always look... Mm. And I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is good. Maybe people like this. I always look like the sloppiest mess. (laughs) No, no. That's what we want. No. The purpose of... okay. The purpose of a 69 in the scene, so people can understand this. Me eating her pussy is making her more turned off, which in turn intensifies the blowjob, you know, period. Now, how you shoot it is straight on and up close on her. That what you want, you know, period. You now, as you a cameraman now, you have a cameraman at some point, you want him to go back there and catch dude eating the pussy for a second. But you want that straight on to where she sees it, where you see her, you know, period. So you can see how much that dick that she taking, how much of that spit is dripping down the balls and the whole nine, you know, period. And if he's a smart dude, at some point, she takes her hands away, keep it in the mouth, open up, and he fucks it in the mouth. Up pumps in the mouth, see. I hope everyone I ever work with in the future is listening to this right now. See, as you can hear, people, I was a damn fucking good male talent. Go check my shit out. <laughs> I did look you up before this, and I did listen to the podcast. I was like, I'm not going to agree to do something if, like... Yeah, because, see, it, it, like I tell anybody, I just I just didn't talk about this. I was doing it for 15 years as male talent. And I didn't help girls get nominated for some of these awards that these motherfuckers are winning now. You know, and they only shot with me. Nobody major. So I made girls money as being a male talent. So I can see you say that I am a certified guy. That's like, trust and believe. If I ever came back out the game, if I ever came back in the game, some of y'all motherfuckers glad I'm retired. I'll make it hard for y'all. I'll make it hard for y'all. Motherfuckers that hate me in that damn content house, they be like, that nigga can fuck all day. His shit looks. I'm like, I'm on, trust me, because I, I used to watch Richard Mann. Richard Mann is one of my my heart, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. why I got him, Wesley, Wesley Snipe, you know, Wesley Pipes. Uh, yeah, Pipes. I can go back in the day. Uh, Sh- uh, Shawn Michaels, Junior St. Cox, St. Jocks, excuse me. Them cats, you know, period. Because that's what I patterned my shit off of. And then when I came in the game, that's who I looked up to. You know, period. Prince Joshua. Prince Joshua is a goat. I'm sorry. Some of the shit he yeah. do on camera. Yes, yes. Um, I ain't never seen a nigga sit there and motherfucking like literally hit the doggy style while she's standing. He doing the handstand while hitting it. 
That's crazy. I see why he's wearing combat. I see why he's wearing boots during the scene. And knee pads. Oh my god. She 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 can't she ain't come to play. But yeah, but I mean to me, just like with me, I feel that male time should be able to do a role play scene. Like, trust me, I wear a suit if necessary. That's just how it is. She she want me to wear a flower shirt and pants me prints. I even suggested to a girl, I said, we could do a scene where I'm gay and <laughs> and you tell me, no, I'm gonna fuck you. I'm like, girl, I do not like pussy. Oh my god. The whole time I'm fucking him like, this ain't too bad. Oh my god. That's like wild. I wonder if anyone's ever done that. No, they haven't. Because ain't no man had the balls to even try to pretend to be that. That's okay. a good point. That's a, especially in porn. Yeah, people really don't. I don't know. Race play scenes, rape, rape play scenes, uh, age play scenes, all that. Because to me, it, I consider myself an actor. How in the hell can I limit myself as an actor? I'm, I don't give a fuck what's porn. I, I, you know, as long as she ain't sticking nothing in my ass, we good. You know, everyone, stick has, in it though. everyone has their line. Everyone's line's different. <laughs> yeah. No, because see, it's to me, I always look at it as this is an opportunity for us to be anybody we want to be. And also, I know everybody wanted to be a movie actor at some point in their life. This is your opportunity to do that shit. This is the opportunity to take advantage and make a movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, period. You know, Shit, be creative, what have you. People don't take advantage of it like they should. Yeah, it's. I think it's so much fun. I love, like, I don't know. I just love doing, like, funny stuff. I love the, like, I've never wanted to be an actor, I don't think. Like, I never, but I love performing. Like, I love making people laugh. Um, But I just don't love, like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't love like the spotlight, but I yeah. like performing, if that makes sense. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of like, with me, I have social anxiety, but yeah, I was a rapper at one time. Yeah. Man. A, lot, a lot of musicians are like that, though. Yeah. You know, period. So it's like, that was subspaces for. You know, it, we hit it in porn, if you want to be honest. That's the reason why we end up hitting the camera, because we forget that it's there. Yeah, that's so. a really but no, but most reason why sometimes a lady don't orgasm because she's so focused on working the camera that she's not thinking about coming. Yeah. I tell people shooting is not easy as y'all think, man. It's not. And it's not always conducive to like someone having an orgasm, you know, like male or female. Like okay, even us, we have a hard time even coming. Because I just had to do they fuck for 45 minutes and did not come. That's brutal. He's gonna look at me and still be naked like we're gonna continue filming. I'm like, nigga, no, put your clothes on. Yeah. We're gonna playboy it out. We're gonna fade it out. You good? I haven't made a guy tap out yet. Um, I'm just realizing that every guy I've filmed with, mm-hmm. almost every single guy I've filmed with has been like a really long. Either like hey, I, you, you once again you, look at the names that you just shot. <laughs> I'm like, did you know these guys can fuck? 
mean, do you realize that? These ain't the average average. These ain't even the average content creators. These motherfuckers fuck for a living. You gonna get 30, 40 minutes out their asses. Sometimes he gotta remind himself, damn, man, we went too long. We went long enough. I need to call. That was me. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I'm looking at my balls. I'm looking at my cameraman like, Twenty five minutes. Shit. Okay. <laughs> Five old minutes, goddamn. I mean, I make and I make sure it's the time where he don't have me. He don't have me waste up when I'm telling him this. Like, or he'll tell me he be like. God. I mean, dude, like, wait a second, man. We we ain't done reverse calculator in this scene, but shoot. But then, I, but also, when I was doing shoots, we did multiple shoots in a day. So, like, if she did cowgirl, we try to do reverse cowgirl for the ride sequence or add that to it. So each scene would be different, even though you with the same person. That was the other reason why I did role play. So if they saw me so much, they see me as different people because they enjoyed the story. Yeah, yeah. No, I um. I think everyone I filmed with, we did at least two scenes and they were different. Like everyone brought like a change of clothes or there was like a different outfit or like, you know, I changed my outfit. Like we really tried to get the most of it. I got like an Airbnb when I was in Atlanta and we would do like different rooms. (laughs) It would just look like, you know, not the same place. I try not to do, I mean, hotels are like fine. I just try not to just do hotels because... No, I'm mad because they decided to do Airbnbs when my ass retired. Yeah. So I could be spending money. The money I was spending on these fucking hotels, I could have been spending on the Airbnb out of this bitch. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. I, I dream to shoot out of a house because I can shoot a scene in the kitchen. I can shoot a scene in the living room. I can shoot a scene in the bedroom. You know what I'm saying? If she got, if these clothes off in the backyard, we can do something outside. Yeah. No, my, the Halloween scene I shot with Stax was like, it's so it's so good. It's like through the whole house. Like I was like, we couldn't do this anywhere. Else. It would make me. I'm mad. I could. I never got to do a Halloween scene, sucker bitch scene, blasphemous, any of them that shit. There was stuff that was on my list. I wanna. F- I wanna do. Um. I wanna shoot Christmas content where I wanna fuck a black Santa. I hope y'all hear that, fellas. <laughs> I need a. I need a. What is it? What do they call it? BHM. Hmm. Santa. Big, big handsome man. Handsome man to be my Santa. Holla at Rico Blaze or Goliath <laughs> DF, DFW. Look him up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Goliath, I, especially Goliath because he's tall. Okay. He's six three. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm only 5'3. I, I, I can see him playing that, playing that or uh, Rico Blaze and. Yeah, you better. You, yeah, yeah you, you you need a week of rest before you see that big boy, because he he go. He's military. He's former military. And I tell you this now, the military boys, they got stamina for days. They do. They do. Mars, he's um, I think he's like a, a mar- former marine. Ooh. I know. I know. Also, I think he was in the navy. I feel like he's a marine. I think he was. I think he was in the navy. I, 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 I know. He, I know he's military. 
Yeah. He's a Marine, because I remember thinking, like, oh, I don't think I've ever met a Marine before. Oh, yeah. I'm loving it. I'm loving that bong, though. Is it like a, my little Gandalf pipe? Oh my god! She said it right there. I said it. I was about to say it too. I like it. Look like a Gandalf pipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about Harry Potter. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Fan Star Wars, Harry Potter, and comic books. There you go. <laughs> I love it. That's so fun. <laughs> I really want to do more. Oh, I keep thinking about all the themed stuff I want to do. Do you know what a Juggalo is? Come on, I watch wrestling. Really? <laughs> really? What? Juggalo? I want to do a God, but the, the, the insane clown posse? Yeah. Vampiro? I, oh, yeah. Hold on, that's it right. Vampiro? Hold on. Vampiro? Vampiro? Yeah, I love Vampiro. I was a fan of Vampiro. I loved him. Dude, He's legit. I love pro wrestling, man. I'm fucking R.I.P. Bray Wyatt. Like, funk too. Like, days of art. Great. No, okay. Funk, I wasn't surprised because I know he was getting there. He's old as shit, yeah. But Bray blew my mind and see. He's my age. He's my age. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what the fuck? See, I'm, I'm about to tell my age real quick. I grew up watching his granddad. His dad, both his uncles, Kendall and Barry Wendell, and Black Jack Mulligan. So uh, all, the promos he was doing was Black Jack, because Black Jack used to talk crazy like that. He used to make up little characters, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just saw two stacks Calhoun yesterday, and I just want to tell you, Kevin Sullivan, he told me I need to whoop your ass. <laughs> And I love, and I'm sorry, Terry Funk, I'm going to miss him. I'm, I'm sorry. It, I was listening to Jim Cornette, his podcast, and he can do Terry Funk very well. He can do a good impression. And uh, he was talking about the interview that he did with, uh, it was for a match with Lloyd. It, it was an interview where they posed me having a match, him and Jared and King Lawler. And he was like, and, and, he, and during the match, he posted to attack Jim Jim Cornette. Now, I hope I do the, 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 the impression justice, but he was saying, Lance, I think I see a sissy over there. Are you a sissy, Lance? I think you're a sissy. <laughs> and then I remember, and I used to love him and, and, and uh, Dusty Rose. I just want to know how it is to be a fat piece of shit. Dusty, I hate you. I hate you. It doesn't come back. This is the magazine. That's a rose. Terry Funk. I'm tired of you, Terry Funk. We've been fighting for decades. It's blood. It's a blood feud there. Blood feud. Because you're giving me hard time, Terry Funk. Touch. I want you to touch the screen. I'm going to show Terry Funk. The hard time. <laughs> Times was like legendary. Yes, I, I, I never saw Terry Funk like I had uh, uh, the 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 pleasure seeing Dusty when I was a kid, Rick, yeah. you know, Blackjack. But yeah, but I I swear, man, I I would I really wanted to see Bray what Bray Wyatt was about to do because it because I wanted to see what this wide six is going to look like. I know I'm like 
very heartbroken about it. I have like a WrestleMania 30 cup with him mm. on. And I was like, I'm like, how are you dead already? Oh my God. See, yeah, I'm already hearing the premium smokes out here in the smokers. Yes, we're going to try to have both Tegan Trex as well as this sexy lady on the show for us to talk wrestling. Oh my we got to make that happen. Because she loved wrestling just as much too. But we had a whole good conversation with wrestling. And where if Billy Pilgrim don't cuss cuss out the young bucks during the goddamn show, I might have him on there too. Cause he loved wrestling. At, he's a wrestling historian. We even had a podcast and it, much love to my man Pilgrim. He bought me this book about uh, the Black Panther, the, the one of the first one of the first black top wrestlers in the game or what have you and everything. So and he he read he the one read the Sheik's book. I was like, I'm jealous. I, I still want to read that book about the original Sheik. I haven't read that. I read China's uh, autobiography recently. It was really sad. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I really hate what happened to her. And I had a crush on China, too. Everybody did. She <laughs> I had a crush on her. China and Miss Kitty? That was on TV. Oh, my goodness. So, shoot. So, so shoot, so I take it so so you watch AEW, WWE. I um yes, I haven't watched it so much recently. I kind of stopped a few years ago. Um, but I was really into AEW, WWE. Um, I watched a lot of like I don't know, I had a friend I have a friend who's like really into Japanese wrestling and he would Oh yeah, oh yeah, that. my shit. Like NJ, what is it? NJPW? Yeah. NJPW, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Um, I also, when I lived in New York, I my peak wrestling fandom was when I lived in New York, so I'd go to a lot of indie shows. Um, God, I used to, man. God, Hog. Uh, it was a whole bunch of them. Um, NYC. What was it called? NYC, WC. I remember them. Definitely, man. Hog's still going on to this day. House of Glory. Um, I know at one point Jersey All Pro. They used to be a Jersey All Pro back in the day. It was a whole bunch, and then I know GCW goes up there every now and then. So, oh, I keep up with it, all of it, from AAA to New Japan to shit. I fell in love with the English, the England wrestling, uh, independent wrestling, um, community, Progress Wrestling, um. Revolt, not revolt. Uh, Rare Pro. What's his name? Zach. Um. Oh, Zach Zabry. Zach yeah. Zabry Jr. Oh, yeah. Will Offspray. Yeah. Oh. I'm gonna tell you hurt my heart. My man Marty Scroll, the villain. He's a damn. He's good. Damn, I, I, I hate it. I loved him. He's good on the mic. Oh my God! He come out with that guy, that, that mask with that umbrella. Oh, See, I kind of hate that peacock that WWE stopped fucking with progress. I used to keep up with it. I used to watch. My favorite dude over there is uh, God. Hold on, wait a second. I got I, I got to do him some Spike Trevay, the 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 vulture of progress and. He had to meet the best promos because he he's supposed to be an aristocrat. He plays an aristocrat. And I 
Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He's an asshole to the full. He gets some of the best promos. And he'll make it, it, it like he's MJF, but 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 he's way more of an ass than MJF will ever be. Who's on this? Fuck, what's his name? They, I think, like, Vice made a documentary about him or something, but he was the Scottish guy who would come out to Living on a Prayer by Madonna. You know who came out? I can't remember his name. He was, like, kind of chubby. Are you talking about Grado? Yeah, Grado. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's the English version of Dusty Rose to me. Yeah, yeah. Dusty Rose, yeah. Yeah. And then it hurt my heart that Adrian Street died last week. Who? Adrian Street. Really? Yeah, he passed. How? Um, heart attack. Oh my God! Don't do anabolic steroids, like. Oh my. And I love Adrian Street. Oh man, I <laughs> love watching him. Watch him. He's good. Shoot, did you watch the Dark Side of the Ring? Yeah. It's Not. Good. It, but I watched like a lot of it. And then, and then I also love Tell Territories, Tell from Territories. Yeah, go on YouTube when you get in time and look up Tell the Territories. Oh my God, you will lose your noodle because they did Memphis, Florida. Uh, they did Portland. They did Hawaii with the Maivia family. They did Mid Atlantic. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Which was fun for me because that's my home right there. Where are you from? North Carolina. Oh, I, you consider North Carolina part of the Mid-Atlantic? Yeah, shit. That's what, that, that what Jim Crockett promotion was from. Greensboro, I, was, Greensboro was the shit. And oh North Carolina used to come through all every Tuesday. You're talking, are you talking about Mid-Atlantic wrestling or are you talking about the... Yeah. Oh, okay. Jim Crockett promotion. It, it, it eventually became WCW. Okay, okay, got you, got you, got you. Yeah, I, I was dealing with Dusty. We had Dusty Rose. We had the Boogie Woogie Man. Uh, what, what, Ricky Steamboat, Jay Youngblood. Roddy Piper was here for a little bit. I remember. I remember Roddy Piper. Oh, my gosh. I'm stoned to the bone, sir. <laughs> See, there you go. See, with that being said, yeah, you know we got to bring her back. So, with that being said, can I call you a smoke buddy, baby? Of course. There you go. Y'all heard it. She will be back on the Smokers Lounge, and we're going to bring her to the Premium Smoke Room. Y'all know what it is. What happens in the Premium Smoke Room stays in the Premium Smoke Room. Five premium podcasts for you to enjoy. Four ninety nine a month, and you can only watch them and access them on Spotify. What happens in the Premium Smoke Room gets more provocative, more wilder, more unpredictable, more uncensored. A titty might pop out. A dildo might come out. You don't know unless you subscribe. So <laughs> that being said, Miss Quinn, can you tell everybody where they can spend that good money on that big booty? Oh, my goodness. I sure can. So I'm Quinn with two N's. Quinn Marie XO on OnlyFans. On most social media, Quinn Marie XO. Um, Quinn the Pog, I also go by. So do your Googling. Figure it out. You can do it. Quinn, Quinn Marie XO on OnlyFans, um, Instagram, and TikTok. And then Quinn Marie underscore XO on Twitter. I really fucked up with the underscores. Nah, it's all good. But like this, before <laughs> we go, 
since you are a pog, and pog means fat ass white girl, can you show them why you're a fat ass white girl? I sure can. I'm so glad you asked. Look at that. Look at that. Wait, wait till we get in the premium smoke room, fellas. It's gonna be a whole lot of fun. There you go. So with that being said, Miss Quinn, wait, wait, hold on. I forgot. See, I, I'm jumping ahead. The booty got me distracted. I apologize, fellas. Awesome you know how we end these things all day, every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke this over. Miss Quinn, say goodbye to everybody. Bye, everybody.